Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast that deep dives beyond the daily hustle and explores how you can achieve your greatest potential with purpose so that you can thrive at the highest level possible and use your power to contribute to a better world. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and by way of background, I am a mindset and performance coach. I work with people to help them transform who they are and their inner world at the deepest level so that they can step up into their highest selves and thrive in all areas of their life, whether it's in their mindset, their health, their career, their relationships, and more. Because ultimately, it's about becoming the highest version of themselves as a human being. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking about why the healthiest person is not the healthiest person. And I'm going to explain what that means in a second. But first, I want to share my source of inspiration for this topic. So this has come from my observations of my own journey, my own growth and evolution over the years, as well as of my clients, especially in the journey of potential, where those clients are there to step into the highest version of themselves, whether it's in establishing new habits, whether it's in launching a business, whether it's in improving their mindset, in uh, leveling up the standards of their nutrition, of their training. So essentially, all my clients are there to level up in one way or another. And the questions I often get asked, the, the general gist that I receive from my clients who are on this journey is that they need to be perfect in order to truly have leveled up. They, they need to have this perfect way of being in order to have evidence that they've changed. And I used to think this too, looking at people, especially looking at those on Instagram or the idols who we look up to, it's the ones who look like they, they're, they're perfect and the ones who look like they are playing the part at the highest level that we believe that's who we should model. But I'm actually here to tell you that those who look like they've got it together the most, those who look so perfect are actually the ones who are most regimented and rigid because they are actually far from what it is that they are portraying. So let me just give you an example to make sense of this. So I'm going to use myself as an example. I'm going to go throw back to when I was 18, 19 years old. Back then, I fell into the culture or the mindset of believing that I needed to be really skinny to be worthy, to be desired. So I fell into this really poor relationship with food. And when I say really poor, I mean really poor. So I started restricting, right? Like I started like, you know, taking off the top bun of my burger. I started like serving myself smaller portions of rice or pasta. That's how it started. And then it, and then it started to become a little bit more extreme. I found myself in a bodybuilding competition. I did a bikini competition. For anyone who doesn't know, that's literally where you 
starve yourself. That's that's actually what it is. You starve yourself to get to a point where you're so lean and you step on stage so that judges can judge you against the girls standing next to you or the men standing next to you to, to, to place you first, second, and third for the best body on stage. <laughs> so you can see how that would create a bit of a warped idea of body image. But it got to the point where I was going through cycles of extreme binging and extreme restriction. This went on for years and it was so emotionally draining. It was, it, it really took it out of me and it was really mentally and emotionally uh, stressful and taxing. So my, my restrictive phases would be like literally eating one can of tuna and just like some vegetables. <laughs> and I'd do that for lunch, I'd do that for dinner, I'd have like this really regimented like smoothie for breakfast and that was it. And I'd stick to that for maybe three or four or five days in a row, maybe Monday to Friday, nothing else. Like no, not, not even one cookie, not even like one um, block, a piece of chocolate. But then what would happen is on the weekend, I would just binge and it'd usually start off by going out for lunch or going out for breakfast. I'd get something that is a little bit, like naughty and by a little bit naughty it's like not even that naughty i'd get something that's like a smashed avocado or i'd get something that is like maybe pancakes or something for breakfast and that would just set me off and i would binge the whole weekend i'd just go home and eat a whole tub of ice cream then i'd eat more chips and and it would just go but i'd eat this in in my own time <laughs> so i would like seemingly look perfect to the people outside. Like I might've just ordered um, a stack of pancakes and, and then that's it. Or even it got to the point where I was starting to bring my own food to family events and gatherings. Like I'd bring my own Tupperware with like my tuna and rice and broccoli and I'd eat that because I would, it'd be black or white, all or nothing. I had to be either eating clean or I was binging. So I'd be doing that, bringing my tuna, bringing my vegetables to family gatherings and sometimes when I was out it got to the point where I would get like I'd get a salad and I'd get and I'd ask for the salad without the dressing or I would get say a smashed avocado but then um you know like I would be like okay no no bacon please I mean I I don't eat bacon now anymore as you'd all know but back in the day I, I did and I'd be like all right smashed avo no bacon please I'll just have the smashed avo so from the outside it looked like I was perfect it looked like I was so clean I was losing weight and I was leaning down for the competition so it looked like I was so clean and people were like wow Chan, you're so healthy like and people were admiring me for that and people were like impressed at how clean and disciplined I was with my eating and that I was like inspiring them but behind the scenes for years I would struggle with terrible uncontrollable binge eating and sometimes I'd do that at parties and people just see me you know go all out and just eat non-stop and, and like fully binge and binge and binge but then most of the time it would happen behind the scenes when I was alone and that's my point <laughs> those who look like they are most strict are actually the ones who are most insecure in that thing so the healthiest person the person who looks the most healthy right me back in the day eating my tuna 
and rice and broccoli, me having strict chicken salad every time I went out for lunch with friends or a grain salad every time I went out for lunch with friends. I looked the part, I looked healthy, yet I was the most unhealthy person out of all of my friends. Like they might've gotten the burger for lunch. They might've gotten whatever, but then they weren't going home and binging and just having this mental torment of like, I've got to restrict, but I can't control myself at the same time. This also goes for anything else. An insecure worker is actually the one who works the hardest. They're the ones who work Monday to Sunday, 12 hour days. They won't even take days off and they won't even take time in their day to do um, to have me time. They won't do their meditation and journaling. They won't have time to go for a walk or even exercise because they're about hustle and they work the hardest, yet they're the most insecure worker. An insecure professional is the one who looks the most professional. They're always wearing the suit. They're always wearing the tie and they're always holding that facade of, I am the professional. I am authority and you listen to me. An insecure runner is the one who won't take days off and they will run their easy runs too fast because they like they, they don't want to be slow. So they're not going to go slow in their easy runs. They're going to run all their runs too fast. They're going to be entering races every other weekend to test out their PB, to push it, to get another medal. And from the outside, right, like from the outside, people are looking at this person's Strava, this runner's Strava, and all their runs are fast and they're getting all these medals and they're entering all these races. And from the outside, it looks like they're a great runner. But deep down inside them, they are an insecure runner. Deep down, the the professional who can't be seen without his suit and tie, who can't have a laugh, is actually the most insecure professional. And I know this from my own experience. I've been all these things, the insecure healthy person, the insecure professional, the insecure worker, the insecure runner. I've been all those things. And the funny thing is, though, of course, I've got to say, actually, there are absolutely secure professionals, workers, healthy people and runners who might actually do what I've just mentioned, who might actually be very consistent and uh, not stray from holding a very high standard for themselves. That doesn't mean that they don't exist. Of course, there are secure individuals who might do the above. But the difference is they choose to follow that routine. They choose to do that, not actually doing it out of fear. That's the difference. They choose to do it rather than doing it out of fear of slipping up. Now, on the other side, right? If that's what an insecure, healthy person looks like, that's what an insecure professional looks like. What does a secure, healthy person look like? Well, fast forwards to me now, I believe I am the healthiest I've ever been in terms of the actual nutrients I nourish my body with day in, day out, as well as my mental and emotional relationship with food. I'm the healthiest I've ever been, yet I absolutely (laughs) allow myself to have more junk and more uh, flexibility in my food than I did when I was in a very poor mindset in regards to food. 
And the way that is, is because I will follow a nourishing eating pattern majority of the week. But then when I'm out for friends, sometimes it might be once a week. Sometimes it might be three times a week. Sometimes it might even be five times a week if it's festive season. Then I will allow myself to eat what I feel like. Sometimes that might literally be a salad at lunch, but sometimes that might actually be the full burger and chips. Sometimes that might be the full pizza. Sometimes that it might be that creamy pasta that is making my mouth water. So the healthiest person is the one who actually does eat the pasta, who does eat the ice cream and actually is happy to, to have that mix. The secure professional is the one who may wear a suit and tie. They might not as well, but they're also so happy to wear jeans, active wear, to show all parts of them, right? Like posting on social media authentically, all the different parts of them, because they are so secure in their professionalism. They are so secure in their value in what they do they don't feel like they need to uphold an image they're they're happy to be authentically themselves and if you've been following me for a while you may have noticed that more recently i've been posting more of the behind the scenes i used to hold a very professional image but more recently i've been posting photos of me at music festivals photos of me going out for dinner photos of me at a party yet at the same time the level of my coaching the relationships I've got with my clients is way deeper and it's it's at such a higher calibre than it was a few years ago when I was like, I have to uphold this, this image of being like put on a pedestal compared to everyone else who I'm coaching. The secure runner isn't the one who always runs fast and always does races. They're the ones who will happily run very slow on their easy runs. They're the ones who will only do a race once in a while (laughs) they're not metal hunting because they're secure in their running ability the secure worker is the one who who works hard but also takes many days off who goes traveling who goes on adventures who takes time in their day to actually journal and meditate and go for a walk and actually not work the long hours that the insecure worker might work Once again, I reiterate, this isn't black and white. There are absolutely secure individuals who might have the former patterns of what I described as an insecure individual and vice versa as well. But what I'm speaking from is like an observation of many individuals and the patterns that they run, the behaviors that they have. So the point is... Those who are the most secure are the ones who are most flexible. Those who are secure are the ones who exhibit the most polarity. And they're not actually this perfect image of what it is that they are. They actually swing from one end to the other end of the spectrum because they are secure. They trust themselves enough to actually go off track to eat and feast at a festival or at a special occasion. They're secure and they trust that they can take a weekend off and go traveling or take a long lunch break. And they trust that they'll be able to come back and return to the highest version of themselves, return to the standard and the version of themselves who they know they are by default. 
That is what security looks like. And once again, I'm speaking from my own experience in all those examples I've just expressed. I'm speaking from my observation of clients who go through those phases as well. At the start, when they're working on improving, they, they start so strict, but it doesn't work out for them because when you're so strict, there's black and white mentality until they start to develop the mindset of flexibility, of polarity, you know, having the, the contrast of trusting themselves that if they fall off track, if they have a day that they're not motivated, if they have a day where they don't get much done, they're okay with that because they know that that is the exception rather than normal. That is the exception is not their standard. So I want you to ask yourself after listening or watching to this, if you're watching the video, I want you to ask yourself, where are you along your journey of development? Are you someone who is being overly overly strict on yourself out of fear that you're not actually that thing you're not actually a professional you're not actually a runner you're not actually a healthy person or are you allowing yourself to to actually do whatever you want because you trust you will come back to it you will come back to the version of you the the habits that you have the standard that you have because that is your default state Ask yourself that and see what comes up or simply observe, observe your patterns and see where you're at with that. All right, guys, thank you for listening through to the end of another episode. I hope that this resonated with you, the importance of having that polarity, the importance of trusting yourself and knowing that it's not about being perfect. It's actually about being okay with flow. Having structure, but also having flow within that structure. If you enjoyed this, I would deeply appreciate you taking a screenshot, sharing this on your stories so that someone else can find this too and benefit from this content. Or pop on to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, leave a rating, or simply give a thumbs up if you're watching the YouTube channel. I deeply appreciate that, guys. All right, you enjoy the rest of your week. Keep showing up as the highest version of yourself. Keep contributing and giving back to the world around you. And I'll catch you in the next episode.